Welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. Hi. I'm Dr. Alex Lloyd and welcome to Deep Water. Uh, we've been discussing some of the most controversial issues in the world. Uh, gender issues, Black Lives Matter, abortion, uh, First Amendment, all kinds of things. And um, I'm hoping that these will not be what I share as the solution, I'm not saying I've got the solution. In most cases, I don't believe I have the solution. But let's start with some basic facts and uh, join hands in, in kindness, in intelligence, in an intention to do what is best for all concerned, and let's find solutions. So I'm hoping you'll have a conversation uh, about what we're going to talk about this week over lunch or dinner or whatever uh, for 30 minutes um, just to start discussing some things that are important in life, working toward um, solutions. I, I think it starts with each one of us for these controversial, um, very highly emotionally heated sometimes uh, situations. And I wanted to, to address for a little bit today climate change, global warming, that kind of thing. It is listed on almost every list of controversial issues. I try to present both sides or all sides as best I can. Um, you may notice me looking down. I do have some notes written on the board in front of me. Um, Hope that doesn't distract you. It's just too many kind of statistical things and dates uh, for me to remember all of them. Okay, so uh, let's get started. Um, in 1927, uh, it was scientifically confirmed that there was about a billion tons a year of pollution. 1927. In 1938, a study of 147 different weather stations all over the world tracking temperature 
and CO2 levels, it was determined that both of those, temperature and CO2 levels, significantly increased in a 50-year period. In 1965, Lyndon Johnson was the first president to ever say the greenhouse effect. I, I can't figure out if he invented that phrase or not, but he was the first president to say it, and that's when it started kind of uh, being used uh, regularly, 1965. In 1969, uh, kind of proof that this is happening and getting worse. Some would say it, it isn't proof, but a river in Cleveland, Ohio literally caught fire and burned because there was so much pollution in it. An amazing sight. Uh, I think we can be grateful. We haven't seen much of that lately, rivers being on fire, but in 1969, that was pretty uh, shocking and dramatic and a, and a big, and a boost, if you want to think of it that way, to the people who believed in climate change being a problem and we need to do something about it, okay? In 2006, it was determined that we are now up to 8 billion tons a year in pollution from... 1 billion in 1927. So 1 to 8 over, um, oh, about 80 years, okay? Um, there is another group of scientists that um, sees it a different way, that all throughout history, back if you look at it, there are 50-year periods of time or long periods of time where you see dramatic change. Either things get warmer or they get colder or it rains a lot more or there are more hurricanes or there are more um, uh, um, tidal waves or whatever, all right? And they have some evidence to show that. I mean, you ever been in a really hot day where it's like 100 degrees or something? in your area and they come on the news and say, this is the hottest day we've had since 1920. All right, well, that makes you think a little bit, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, it seems to be getting warmer, but uh, it was even warmer than it is now back then, okay? And that's the argument of, the primary argument of some people who say this is a normal part of, of the world uh, changing, adjusting, and it's always happened and it always will happen. All right? I'm not saying that's true, but it is one of the sides of this argument. To me, it seems there are three major issues. Number one is unclean water. Um, it's probably getting a little bit cleaner now because of action that's been taken but um, it's still been pretty dirty. I mean, you've heard the thing where in almost any tap water in the United States, you can find arsenic, you can find Valium and all kinds of pharmaceutical drugs and, you know, things that are terrible for you, viruses, bacteria, uh, pesticides, etc. Uh, so number one, unclean water. Number two, that the nutrients in our food are decreasing over time to where our food does not have the nutritional quality not only that it used to have but that we need. And then the third primary issue I believe 
is reduced air quality. So water, air, and then that effect on our food supply, as well as the direct effect of drinking um, contaminated water and breathing air that's not clean and pure. But an amazing thing happened, an amazing accident that at least has given us some insight into things. Um, and it's COVID. And uh, I found a research study, seemed to be very well done, very uh, highly regarded. And, and the title of the study was this, Nature Hit the Reset Button Globally with COVID. Nature Hit the Reset Button Globally with COVID. The waterways cleared. Unbelievably so. Places where you, you know, clear water would be a joke. Now there's clear water. Um, in two th uh, I'm sorry, the WHO, World Health Organization, and NASA confirmed that air pollution was down 30%. Greenhouse gases down 8% to the lowest they had been since World War II. Unbelievable. 91% um, of all people in the world live in a place where they're breathing polluted air. And scientifically, that, that polluted air for 91% of the world's population uh, is attributed for approximately 16% of all this worldwide. The, the stuff we breathe in that is not clean, that contains poisons and carcinogens and all kinds of stuff, uh, six, accounts for 16% of all this worldwide. All right? Uh, the carbon monoxide levels have gone down by 50%, uh, nitrogen dioxide, NO2, down by 22%, to the point that the latest scientific research today says the air quality improvement has outnumbered the deaths for air quality death. Unbelievable. Um, noise pollution has decreased to the point that when scientists measure seismic activity deep in the earth, that seismic activity has significantly decreased from before COVID levels. And the last one I'm going to talk about, um, in the research study, it literally says remarkable. A remarkable change in the beaches of the world globally. And it talked about how before COVID, you know, those beaches are sort of like um, sponges that get all this dirt, all this, um, uh, these poisons, all these negative things from the sea and the oceans and the rivers and, and all those places, all right? And globally, typically, those beaches are kind of dirty. And one of the things they've seen, one of the most dramatic things, and again, this is the word they used, was a remarkable change 
in the world's beaches all over the planet. All right? So the question I'm bringing up, I, it's not original with me, I found it in the research. Has COVID hit the reset button on nature and as far as climate change, global warming, etc.? All right? And one of the things um, they talked about in that regard is that even after the majority of COVID, and we're not completely out of it yet, but I mean most of the world is kind of back to work, they're driving again, you know, that sort of thing. But what they're seeing is that those dramatic, wonderful percentage changes in the air quality, in our water quality, the beaches, uh, CO2, NO2, etc., they are not going back up. At least that's what the research says so far. They are staying low, and that's the reason the title of the article chose the word reset. Is They are hypothesizing, they don't know the answer, we won't know for years, but they're hypothesizing that COVID may not have just kind of reversed these things and made them a little bit better for a short period of time, is it possible it has actually reset climate change and global warming? Uh, the people who are in this in kind of a political way, or I might say kind of an argumentative way, both sides are still just throwing rocks at each other, all right? Uh, no, climate change is real, and it's as real as it ever was, and yeah, some things have gotten better, but they're going to come right back and get even worse, and so we need to do this and this and this and this. Then the other side, these have naturally occurred all throughout time, and even if global warming was a big issue, it, it looks like it's possible that nature has hit the reset button and we're now back to kind of conditions from decades ago. You know, one of those, the, the um, air pollution and greenhouse gases down to World War II levels, okay? So I don't know which side is correct. I don't know that anyone in integrity unless maybe you're one of the world's leading scientists in this area. I don't, I don't know that anyone else knows any either, unless it's someone like that. But the, the kind of conclusion that I came to was this. Kindness. Yeah, I, you heard that word in relation to climate change. Kindness is never wasted. Never. The, the easiest thing any person can do to enrich and enhance the life of another person is simply to be kind. And I'm talking about authentic kindness, not manufactured kindness in order to get something from you that I want. I'm talking about authentic kindness that is natural, that comes from the heart, that you don't have to force, and that does not expect anything in return. That kind of kindness is never wasted. It always benefits the person you're kind to, 
and it always benefits you, all right, in a wonderful reset kind of way. Well, I think that can apply to the planet. And, and I'm not original with this. You've heard this before. Be kind to the planet. Be kind to our seas. Be kind to our air. Be kind. And, and I'm 100% on board with that. Let's be kind uh, to everyone on planet Earth by doing whatever we can to have wonderful clean air, wonderful clean water. I believe the nutrients can come back to our food if that water and air reverses or is reversed because there was a reset. Or we continue working at it, being kind to the planet, and that reverses it. But I, uh, that's, what, that's, that's the point I wanted to make. Is um, I don't think we have to be rabid. I don't think we have to hate people who hold a differing opinion or even the opposite opinion. How do you know that they don't hold that opinion with a clean heart? They honestly believe that's the truth. Okay? I mean, how do you be unkind to somebody for that? For, for seeking the truth, believing they found the truth, and then living the truth in love and kindness. I mean, even if they're wrong, it, you don't treat that person in a negative way. You, you, you speak kindly. You speak low. You don't throw things at them. Uh, you come together in mutual respect, integrity, character, and seek the truth, seek all angles of the argument, and then come up with a solution that hopefully is win-win-win. So, uh, that's my two cents on global warming, climate change. I'm the farthest thing you can imagine from an expert, so consider that and the source that you're hearing it from. But, but, there is reason to be glad, joyful, that um, things have gotten way better in COVID and possibly nature hit the reset button that takes us back decades. But regardless, let's be kind to the planet as we would be kind to people. And that is never wasted. It always yields positive outcome. So um, uh, let this be a discussion starter. Talk to your family. Talk to a coworker. But let's start discussing in truth, in integrity, in kindness, and come to win-win-win solutions. Thank you so much, and have a wonderful, blessed day.